I've been like fixing my hair and fixing fixing everything for the past 30 minutes. And I, I'm just I'm just done. I'm just done. Welcome everybody to the new low pod where every episode is a new low. And I got a lot to talk about and not that much to talk about at the same time. It's a bit of a paradox. Paradoxical statement. And um I've been wanting to make this podcast for about, I don't know how long this episode is due. It's like it's supposed to be every week, but now it's just exponentially getting longer each episode. But this is the new low podcast episode number six or something. Hopefully we can get to like 10 and past 10, past 10. And hopefully, man, we we can just hope. And I got to calm down. I got to be loud. I got to be audible. I don't want to be too low energy. I just happen to be a low energy type of person sometimes sometimes i get too worked up and yeah man i just never ended up doing it before and i wish i did because i had a lot to talk about i mean they had like a volcano that burst that um erupted in indonesia they had earthquake in indonesia and they had a plane crash in indonesia it's a lot of things that happened in indonesia that i was uh paying attention to besides that i think thailand thailand's up to a lot of good stuff recently and i don't remember i don't remember what they're up to now but they're up to some really good stuff and malaysia is up to some real good stuff right now we have um some mps are deciding to revisit the gay gay the the gay laws or something and i think that's important especially now during the covid times we need people looking out for the gays you know and that's what those mps are doing so god bless them man god bless them uh and malaysia's up to some real good stuff with the I don't know. I don't know what they are up to. The politics stuff, man. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to. The audio is a bit weird, but um, just bear with it. I I mean, I've been I've been fixing this stuff for about thirty minutes, and I, I you know what? For this episode, this quality is fine. I don't like the audio, the way the audio sounds, but it's a bit too punchy in my opinion. But um, just bear with me for this episode. So it is tight bosom the day I'm recording. Hopefully, I can get it out um by tomorrow um yeah i mean i i was going to talk about um deforestation and borneo and klapasawit because um it's still ongoing deforestation not it's not it's not like we've halted or maybe we've reduced a bit like the production but who knows i don't know yet i can't speak on this per se so let me just look through my notes. Yeah, I just regret not ending ending up doing the episode earlier because I've missed out on so much news topic, man. D- Dustin Poirier, he won against Conor McGregor. That's one thing that happened. I think Joe Biden won the election. Um, in between each podcast, <laughs> Dustin Poirier won and Joe Biden won between this this episode and the previous one so besides that um the covid vaccine is getting close 
the COVID vaccine. They said it was going to come out in February and they're going to start rolling it out in March. I think um, I heard some I was looking through some news. Let me see if I can find that. Kyrie Jamaluddin. He's uh, he made. Sorry, it's kind of unprofessional. I'm just like scrolling. Uh, this is an interesting video of like a Dato fighting with a Dato Seri at a housing area in Puchong. Shout out Puchong. About a helicopter parking and it's... The helicopter is parked at this guy's porch like it's a car. It's so weird. It's so freaking weird. I might uh, put the video in the... In, in, in this video and hopefully you guys can see it. Um, besides, where's that Kyrie Jamaluddin one about the rolling out of the vaccine? Um, here it is. Um, plans to vaccinate 75,000 people a day at 600 COVID-19 vaccination sites from March. Mosti Minister Kyrie Jamaluddin told Code Blue the next target is 150,000 jabs a day. Jabs, wow. Including the second dose. Putrajaya aims to inoculate 27 million people by December 2021 at the earliest. At the earliest, okay. Jab. And in light of this news, I, I want to talk about a bit about um, side effects. And in Norway, there's a guy, there's some person who died from the vaccine. And people are just concerned about the side effects and stuff. And... I don't know, but about the death though, it happened in Norway and it involved a severely frail person, severely frail old person or something and the fan is like blowing into the mic right now, um, severely frail, why would you inject anything into a severely frail person, I mean, I you can inject like blood. Uh, what what's a normal thing to inject into an severely old person or anybody? Uh, you can inject like an IV fluid, and you can expect them to die. Cause it's it it says severely frail in the article. I wouldn't even. You can inject nothing into a severely frail person, and they're gonna die. So yeah, that. Besides that, I can't really talk about the other side effects because I don't know of it. I think there's some mild cases of uh, fever and those kind of like symptomic side effects and that's what's up. That's what's up with the vaccine. And I want to talk about this recent news that popped up today. It's the day of Taipusam and we have some news about Taipusam and that's regarding a police man helping out. Man, this the fan is really bugging me now. And... I do not remember the specifics. I think it was a freaking damn this horny mfers on Twitter, and I'm not not complaining or whatever, man. I don't care, man. You do you. This is like I wouldn't say I ain't judging. I don't use Twitter that much, so it doesn't matter to me. Just use Twitter to like check out the news. So it's a tweet of Taufufa. And then, what was I? I lost my train of thought. I was going to look for something, but I don't remember anymore. I was going to look for something, bro. What the heck was I going to look for? 
Oh yeah, the the Taipusum video. Uh, I don't know where it is, but basically it's just a police officer or some uh, police guy helping out with the Taipusum thing where they load up the chariot with the the god statue. This, I mean, I don't really have good terminologies here, but he just helped like um, loading it up. And I don't know about the ethnicity or race or religion of the cop. But I think people are... I don't know why people... I, I mean, I just heard that uh, it went viral of the cop helping it out. And I don't even know what the reaction is. Are people mad about it? Are people are people supportive about it? Are they like, oh, yeah, finally some uh, good... Some, uh, something interesting that's happening. You know, sometimes things go viral just because it's kind of interesting. And when I watched the thing, I was like... It was on the news actually just now and... When I watched it, it wasn't really that interesting. That was uh, just a, <laughs> he's just loading the chariot up. It's not even that like compelling to me. But I think I think people are mad that a cop is helping it out. I think people are questioning the ethnicity. Like, what if it's a a Muslim helping it out? Maybe. Like I I I mean, some people get riled up about that, but I think it's not a problem because like. Apparently, they they have to respect other religions as well, and helping it out is not really like like you're just helping load the chariot. You're not freaking, you know, sacrificing a goat to the great Kali. Great Kali is a wrestler, and who knows, man? People sacrifice goat to him. It, you're just loading the chariot up. Calm the fuck down. You're not like uh, cutting. I don't even know what people do in, in the name of God. Like, you know, like, fucking donating your blood in the name of Shiva. You know, and uh, people are mad about that. And I really don't know, man. It's just a cop. It doesn't matter what their race or ethnicity is. It's, it's just helping it out. He's not really... It's a he, it's not a she. That's why I can tell from the video. Besides that, it's way too blurry to tell the ethnicity. And I'm good at telling people's ethnicity. If I see a person, I'm going to drop the ethnicity. If it's a mixed person, I can tell how many percent are they mixed. Because I observe a lot of mixed people and mixed couples. So I kind of specialize at uh, labeling people by their race. You know, I can tell if you're 100% Scandinavian. I can tell if you have like a little bit of Indian. I can tell like how much. I'm like a walk in ancestry.com. I mean, I'm good at that. I'm, I'm, uh, I can tell if a person's, what's a person's race, but the video was too blurry, so I couldn't really tell the person's race. Um, and yeah, man. I don't know why people are mad about it. Uh, if people are happy about it, that's great. I don't, I don't even know a little bit anything about the news right now. Um, and besides that, that's the thing with the stock market going on. Okay, time to talk about the stock market. So, I don't care. I don't care about the stock market. However, I will have my little two cents here. Because the stock market is not as complicated as many people give credit to be. Um, well, it, it can be, depending on how closely you look at it. Because 
A rock could be a rock or it could be a textbook telling the history of the 20 million years. You know, that's it's, it's just how you look at things. You can either look at things as a unit or you can break it down. And looking at the stock market as a unit, based on my understanding, dude, the stock market is essentially a legal Ponzi scheme. And what that is, what a Ponzi scheme is, is, uh, is basically selling empty promises and it's it is empty promises so it's like um and you invest in the empty promises so it's almost like a religion and religion is all about empty promises you know when you die you're gonna get a couple holes and if you're a woman you don't get to go to heaven or some bullshit like that i don't know some religions are wacky and Basically, that's what the stock market is. It's about... That's what money is. Money has no value if you don't believe in it. Which is a weird parallel with religion you can draw. But um, the stock market is essentially a legal Ponzi scheme. So, it, you know, it, it's just... That's what it is. That's all there is to it. It's just empty promises. You put money into it and then you can take money out. It doesn't matter if you do well or you don't. It's kind of like my... Th- I, I mean, I'm a whole fucking... I'm empty promises. I'm a personification of an empty promise. You know? Man, I don't really like the tone right now. I mean, it's not high... It's not It's not high energy. It's weird sounding. I'm pretty sure it's different. Sounds different from the <laughs> initial... Um, voice of the po- start. In the start. Um... A man has been sentenced to 1,050 years in jail for raping his 12-year-old stepdaughter 105 times over a period of two years. The proceedings yesterday took nearly five hours as each charge was read out separately. The man will also be given 24 strokes of the crane. So there's some demented man out here. Um, it's kind of demented, and it's very disturbing. I feel disturbed mentally and uh, after reading that. And, man, 105 times over the period of, um, two years. And some of you might be wondering, like, why didn't why didn't the victim run away? Why didn't the victim just like uh, lash out or like, you know, when you're in a situation like that, that's a it's a lot of variables you got to think about. And man, two over the period of two years, jeez, it's a long con. It's a long uh. So it's a long dementia, demented, dementedness. It's so fucked. It's so fucked, dude. Honestly, I think today is gonna be a short episode. Cause um, I'm not prepared. I'm. I mean, let's let's. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't feel like doing it, and um. I don't want to fall into that same uh, pit of not end up not ending up doing it. You know, I don't want to fall into that uh, 
group. You can see my dumbbells in the back. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's that's so embarrassing. Look at how light. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm I'm been doing the I've been doing a ten day plan. Basically, it's just um my workout and half of it is rest and half of it is working out. I will talk more about it once it's done, and I still I'm not done with it yet. I'm in like halfway there, so hopefully next week I'll talk more about the situation and and man so what we talked about we talked about the vaccine covid side effect and um, how it's rolling out stock market so basically i really don't care about the stock market so basically um with the stock market in coordinate investing i mean it's not a really a new thing it's always been a thing where a really rich person can either put in a lot and then once other people start sp start putting in they just sell and it's not illegal it's just a bit exploitative it's a bit exploitative and it's it's um it's not illegal it's a bit scummy but it's not illegal you can just put in 1 million well, rich people wouldn't really put in one million. They put in something like um, I'm talking about the range of like a hundred million plus plus plus, like around that range. They put it into a stock, and then that stock starts growing, and then other people start putting in their money into the stock, and then once it gets really high up, the rich person takes out that hundred plus plus because it's uh, it's worth more now, and they basically cash out. And that's basically what um, Reddit did. Kinda. They Robin Hood at the guys. And yeah, that's... I really don't give a shit about the stock market. I don't... Like, money, if you think about it, it's worth nothing if, if you don't believe in it. Oh, I got insufficient storage. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, money is just... It's technically not worth anything if you don't believe in it. And believing in stuff is a powerful thing, man. Because you can believe in some, you can believe in a person, believe in their like talents, and believe in their abilities. And that's a, that's a form of that's that's powerful, man. When someone believes in you and believes that you can do it, or if someone doesn't believe in you and then you try to prove them wrong, like Dustin Poirier, he had a lot of like non-believers, and yeah, believe is a powerful thing. Belief and believing. But believing in yourself, that's that's some bullshit, dude. You can't... Like, the concept of believing in yourself, it's a weird thing. If you think about it. Because what does it even mean to believe in yourself? Like, is it to believe in your abilities? Actually, that's what it means now that I think about it. That was a, that was a dumb... I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Now, actually, you know what? Believing in yourself makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, you just have to believe in your ability and you have to believe in your skill set. And you got to believe that you can do it. And they just simplify it to you just got to believe in yourself. And you got to believe in your... And you don't... You can't... But then again, you have people who believe too much in themselves and they're overconfident almost and they screw up. 
you know, so you got a bit of that. And I'm, a, I'm I feel like I'm a person who I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to believe in myself or my skill set. I don't want to be a position in where I have to. I just, it, it's not, I don't know. I feel like it's never worth it if, uh, if you think about it. And I mean, I wasn't a, I wasn't a bit of a, I don't know. I don't know, man. Besides that, what's up? You know, um, I should, I don't, I don't want to talk about Malaysian politics right now because it's boring. It's, it's downright boring. If you, if you notice that nobody's talking about Malaysian politics because it's boring and the government is boring. COVID relief, like it's, I think they dropped like a 14 billion Malaysian ringgit on like some COVID relief stuff. And we all know where that money is going. Come on. Come on. We all know where that money is freaking going. It's going nowhere. It's going nowhere meaningful. Is what I mean. And it's come to a point where NGOs do more than the freaking GOs, dude. And I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that, dude. When the GOs do more than the... I mean, when the NGOs do more than the GOs, dude. That's when you know you got a freaking problem and... and the government doesn't have the priority straight, you know, and I mean that is that is their priority, keeping things straight. They don't want none of that homosexuality. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'm just not a big fan of the direction that we're heading right now. We don't have a good sense of direction. Obviously, COVID, but that doesn't mean we can't have other initiatives and public initiatives. I'm. I appreciate that they're being transparent, but that's what if that's just because they're forced to be transparent with the relief because of the nature of the virus. <sighs> but yeah, man, I'm not a big fan, but I am looking forward to the future of the country in 20 years. Um, Not now, though. I think now the future of the country is very uh, questionable, although... I will say that the ringgit is doing pretty good against the USD. The last time I checked, um, one Malaysian ringgit is equal to four US dollar, and before this, it was one Malaysian ringgit equals to four point two US dollars. So it's a freaking twenty cent. That's huge, by the way. That's a huge difference um, over like some period of time. I'm not sure if the US just got weaker or if the ringgit got stronger. I'm not. I'm not a financial guy, but I just want to say what i came across recently and that's what i came across man the the ringgit is doing better against the usd right now and i don't know whose fault that is that's a huge amount of money by the way 20 cent difference is a huge amount of money like if you think about like the conversion scale 0.2 is a huge amount i'm serious by the way my some people are like yeah 20 cents that's nothing dude like, if you scale that up to, like, millions, it's a significant chunk of a difference. And I've thought about that, uh, basically, like, um, when I was in Thailand, the Malaysian currency was uh, more than Thai. Basically, it's, you know, in the words of Zern Tan, the famous Zern Tan, geo-arbitrage, basically, the sentiment of the value of the currency is different. For instance, here, 10 ringgit can get you a... A, a satisfying meal from McDonald's, but in Thailand, ten ringgit can feed a family, 
And in America, tendering it is not enough to even take a shit. You know, and that's that's what it's called the... It's called, I don't know if it's called geo-arbitrage or just the sentiment of the currency, the sentiment of the value of the currency. I don't know. I'm not a financial guy. Again, I can't really... I hate money, actually. I fucking hate money because it brings out the worst in people. And it's it's um, it sucks because, yeah. And it gives the worst to people sometimes. But at the same time, it's it's part of the world now. It's part of the reality that we live in. We can't just trade cows for wheat and rice anymore. We have to use... Or we can use like a currency that's a bit more grounded like uh, gold or something. But again, I don't really like currency and what it stands for in general. I, I mean, I, I really wish to revert back. What was it talking about? Oh, geo-arbitrage. But yeah, I had a thought when I was in Thailand. Like, what if we take like uh, 100 ringgit, convert it to baht. So now we have 500 baht and the conversion is let's say 1 to 10, right? So now we have 500 baht and then we wait until the ringgit drops or the baht gets stronger. So now it's instead of being 10 to 1 conversion, it's now 10 to 2. So for every 10 like baht, you get 2 ringgit. This is obviously an extreme example where it never happened, but you're really banking on that small changes. So now you can convert your baht into ringgit and you'll get more ringgit than you started off with and i think that's what forex exchange is about foreign forex but i'm not completely sure but i thought about that in in thailand when we had to exchange the currency and i'm like you know this could be like you could actually like make money out of nothing this way and i'm not sure about the legality of that like is it legal to do that where you just like exchange money but uh, wait for the like the ringgit wait for the currency to drop and then exchange it back uh, I'm not sure about the legality of that, but it's certainly like if you were to Well right now the let's see it's one to four and it used to be one to four point two So which way do you want to convert to get more money? I think it will be it's a loss on the American side, so man, where where would the money go? Would it be? I guess you'd want to. Well, now would be a good time to buy the U.S. dollar actually, and then wait for it to go up, and then convert it back. Since it, man, it's so complicated. I can't. Let me. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Let me think about this. All right. Anyways, uh, I was doing some thinking and um. It didn't quite. <coughs> I couldn't make sense of it. It's a bit too complicated. I need more brain power. Or maybe I just had to simplify it to an extreme degree. But yeah, that's enough. That's enough financial talk, bro. I'm not a financial guy, but I got a job recently, and that's nice. That's uh, that's. I mean, it's. I haven't. I'm not quite sure how well it's gonna pay because I haven't gotten paid yet. But if I get paid, man, you guys are gonna hear about it. I mean, I'm gonna be splurging. I'm gonna be selling stuff buying stuff so i'm going to be buying bitcoins i'm going to buy that heck a load of bitcoins because guess what bitcoins bitcoin is like a wave like because once it gets high people are going to sell that's just the nature of uh crypto in general i think and 
Ethereum is not a bad like crypto, but I feel like it's not it's not Bitcoin. Ethereum is not Bitcoin, you know. Um Bitcoin is not like it's a good investment even if even if like it's dying, that's when you should be buying. Because um it, it, it has staying power is what I'm saying. It's been around for like what, 20 years now? And that uh, period of it being around really um, adds to its integrity as a currency. And I would invest in Bitcoin if I had the cash. But I don't. And I don't even know how to invest in Bitcoin. But anyways, dude, Bitcoin, currency, what up? I, don't, I mean, I just said I don't like money. But then I just went on about money. It's not, it's not the most, it's not my forte. And I don't like money and the idea of it. But I appreciate it and I respect it. Um, besides that, what's up, dude? Typosum has gone on, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know the particulars of Typosum. I don't know why. Like, what's up? Is it the birthday of Lord Murga? Is it like what's the deal with? I don't know the history. I should be reading the Wikipedia page of Typosum. You know what? Let's get, let's get a bit of lesson on Typosum. Let me go to the Wikipedia page of Typosum. So, Taipusam is a festival celebrated by the Tamil Hindu community. I knew it. I knew it was just a Tamil thing and not a India thing. Um, well, I didn't know it. I, I had a, a feeling that it was. Like, uh, Pongal is also a South Indian Tamil thing. And it's uh, the full moon in the Tamil month of Thai. <coughs> the festival was um, was said to have supposedly created during one of the battles between Asuras and the Devas. At one point, the latter were defeated several times by the former. The Devas were unable to resist the onslaught of the Asuras. In despair, they approached Shiva and entreated to give them an able leader whose heroics leadership, who under heroic leadership, they might obtain victory under uh, against the Asura. They surrendered themselves completely and prayed to Shiva. And Shiva granted the, the and created mighty warrior Skanda. He created, Shiva granted their request by creating the mighty warrior Skanda. Who the heck is Skanda? Out of his own power or Achintya Sakti, he at once assumed leadership of the celestial forces. Was it Marvel? Celestial forces inspired them and defeated the Asura's forces and recognized that that day the people uh, created festival Taipusam. Um, this is like this is better. This is a better script than Miss Marvel. I would say that much. He created the mighty warrior Skanda, and you can make a you can easily make like a hundred million movie, dollar movie out of this, like a fucking like celestial epic. But I don't know, the story doesn't really make sense to me right now. I mean, it's very basic. They just asked for help, and he made the mighty warrior Skanda. But I've, I don't know about the mighty warrior Skanda. Is Wikipedia um, Wildin? What's going on? Um, according to Hindu Puranas, Kanda Puranam, the legend of Murugan and the Tirupugal, which are divine verses on Murugan, adhere to Shaivam, Shaivam principle. 
Uh, Murugan is uh, the embodiment of Shiva's light and wisdom, and devotees pray to him to overcome obstacles. Yada, yada, yada. Wait, what the heck is Skanda? Hold up. Oh. Skanda is just Murugan's, like, alt name. And Indians, Indian gods have a lot of alt names, dude. Indian gods have so much alt names. You might, you know, they kind of predate. They're kind of um, ahead of their time for, like, alt accounts. Kartikeya, Murugan, and Subramania. The Hindu god of war? I didn't know Murugan was the god of war, I guess. Based on the story that we just uh, read, he is the god of war. Well, yeah, that's it. That's the it's the the celebration of the birth of Murugan. That's what Taipusam is, and it's not really the birth. It's more the conception and the creation of the god of war, who helped the people defeat the devas. Actually, helped the devas defeat the asuras. That's not even humans, dude. That's more towards like a. It's it's basically like the Kree versus the uh, Skrulls, like uh, divine beings is what that is. The Asuras and Devas, they're divine creatures, and they got help from the God of War. Pretty sick, honestly. That's kind of cool. It's really cool. I mean, I'm glad we did that little history lesson. I mean, it's more of a. It's not really a history. It's more of like a myth, mythology lesson. And story and a lot of Hinduism is more it's less about the specifics of the story but rather it's about the lessons in the story and people kind of miss the point people a lot of people miss the point of uh, a lot of these mythos and uh, legends it's more about what you can learn from the event rather than the event itself but maybe that's just my opinion I think that is just my opinion but you know, if you just learn from it, maybe the world will be a better place. But there's not, not, there's not much to learn from the conception of the God of War to help out. Um, I mean, obviously, the story is just one paragraph in Wikipedia. And if I read the Skanda Purana, Skanda Purana, probably get the Skanda Purana is the largest Mahapurana. Is the largest Mahapurana, a genre of 18 Hindu religious texts that contains over 81,000 verses and is Kaumara literature, titled after Skanda, a son of Shiva and Parvati, who is also known as Murugan. Man, I got a lot to learn about Hinduism. But yeah, that's that's what Taipusam is about, guys. That's what Taipusam is about. All, not all, most South Indians celebrate it, not really northern folks <clears throat> kind of interesting how it's a bit of a divide on that because it is Hind it, it, it's under like hinduism it's not really like a south indian thing like uh, with pongal pongal is just a south indian thing because of the harvest and also uh, they do do they do do prayers on it so yeah that's a little lesson about Taipusam, dude. How long have I been going? I think I'm ready to wrap it up. I'm ready to wrap it up, dude. Um, however, I will do like a quick wrap up. So we talked about... I don't know. I don't know. But I will see you guys next week. I got more videos planned out. I'm going to be making more videos. I recently bought some RAM. I bought 4GB RAM. DDR3. Actually, it's two 
two GB sticks. So it's going to be interesting where that comes over. The world of the world of uh, opportunity that's going to show up to me with four more GB of RAM. So that's what's up. And I got more videos planned out. That's a lie. I don't know why I said that. I mean, I want to make more videos. That's what I meant to say. And I will be making more videos. And I got some other stuff planned out too. I got some... I'm going to be working on my comic. I'm going to be working on another comic for a contest. Uh, mundane Daily Activities. That's what the comic is called. It's about the story of Ah Chong and Angry. His name His name Angry. And the story is just them going about their daily lives. It's really mundane, but um, again, you're supposed to learn from their journeys rather than the actual journey itself or the events. Ah, that's enough talking. Thanks for watching. This has been a new low. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.